You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. All Network, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you. A loaded last hour of the show coming up. We will get to the Eagles and the Bucks, the first of the Monday Night Football doubleheader from Tampa in a little bit. We will get to the Rams and the Bengals, the second of the Monday Night Football doubleheader in Cincinnati in a little bit. Hopefully, uh, before we go off the air today or before all of us die, we'll find out if Joe Burrow will be playing tonight. We still don't know as of right now who the Bengals' starting quarterback will be as we get a Super Bowl rematch from a couple years ago with the Bengals and the Rams in Cincinnati. Lockmas is going to come up to start next segment. Santa Lockie, Ken Barkley, will tell you how to bet national championship in college football now with Ohio State's last second win over Notre Dame in tow this past Saturday night. So Lockmas coming up in 20 minutes. But for now, we continue P squared, B squared, our breakdown, our initial handicap of week number four in the National Football League. And just like to wrap up the conversation we're having on the Chargers and the Raiders. My irrational thought is that the Chargers are just going to roll them in this game. So comment on the Chargers. Back in. It's yeah, so they're yeah. a play away from losing and going to 0 and 3, and now you're like all in. It's really them. that's really funny. Yeah. I love them. Like I love Staley. I love Herbert. I'm back in on Staley, my king, for making the right decisions. Uh <laughs> what's your strategy gonna be with this game? You think you probably won't have a better? So uh market for the game right now is like four and a half, five and a half, basically like between those two numbers, depending on where you go. Um I see for the first time I see a six on the board also. So kind of directionally, I think we we know where we're going early in the week. So like, I think your strategy early in the week is if you have a good guess about whether you think Garoppolo is going to play and you think the answer to that question is no, you lay the chargers because then you get to make lots of fun decisions later in the week when the number is way bigger than this. Like when it's four, if it's, you know, about four and a half because you think it might be six and a half or you think it might be seven. If you like, well, I don't have any idea whether he's going to play. How would I even know? And I'm not going to be first if somebody tweets it out or whatever. Either don't bet the game, which is, I think, fine in a game like this. Or, like, wait until the last possible second and bet the rate. That's going to be your only choice here is to bet Vegas at the last possible second. If you can't be first on on laying the Chargers. And it's just worth noting, like, I 
we none of us think the Raiders are like a smart organization or that McDaniels is a good coach. We think he's a terrible coach. Everyone does. Like it's a unanimous opinion at this point. They're a really bad team. Also, like needing the Chargers to win by more than a touchdown against a team is really funny when you look at the first three games that they played this year and then being like, yeah, they're gonna like they're gonna kill them. Like they didn't kill anybody else ever. <laughs> so just I, I don't know. Be like, oh well, it's the Raiders, it's different. I don't know, it's like a really advantageous setup. The Raiders are going to have a ton of fans there. It's actually going to be a really pro-Raider crowd. I don't know. I just, uh, if you think you can get on the plus side of information, then maybe you want to lay chargers if you know something, or if you like kind of read the tea leaves on the uh, the news that's coming out. Otherwise, I think it's, you know, wait and either don't bet because you can't stomach betting the Raiders, or you wait to the last possible second, hope it goes to seven or something, and take Vegas. There you have it. That's the Chargers and the Raiders. Can we move now to the Cowboys and the Patriots in Dallas? Uh, I've been really excited to talk about this game since last night uh, after Dallas losing to Arizona in pretty shocking fashion and the Patriots getting a big win for them on the road at the Jets. And I know that, like, the Jets had a couple chances late to win the game. Uh, the Patriots dominated that football game. And, like, the fact that they only won by five, I feel like, is, like, outrageous. And maybe an indictment of Bill Belichick that, like, he allowed that to happen at the end of the game. That the Jets had a couple chances to win, including a Hail Mary that Randall Cobb almost corralled to win the game as time expired. Like, ridiculous. Anyway, uh, the Cowboys at BetMGM. Uh, about minus 6.75. It's minus 7, minus 105 for the Cowboys. The Patriots plus 7, minus 115. Total is 42 and a half. Uh, I have a side that I really like in this game. Do you? No, I just, uh, I, there, I think there's so much interesting stuff going on here. So let's start with this. Uh, if the only reason you make bets, like who cares who wins, who cares what happens on the day of the game, the only reason I ever want to make a bet is because I think like when the game starts and the market closes, I will have the best of the number. Like, that's why I like to make bets. And I don't care about anything else. And I think a lot of people like to think that they're that. But then when push comes to shove, like, it's they, you can't take it. Like, and it stinks. It stinks that, like, we bet the, we bet the commanders plus seven, they close plus five, they get just absolutely dump trucks. Like, who wants to go through that all the time? And yeah, like, you're going to have winners that go along with that. But that's tough mentally. But if it's like, hey, I just like to bet what I think are good numbers. My just opinion, this doesn't have to be the case is I think in a couple of days, the sevens are going to be gone and the Patriots are going to get bet to the point that the number is not seven anymore. And it's starting to happen already. It opened seven minus 110 and the first move was to New England. Now we haven't come off seven. Like there are some things that can happen. Maybe the Cowboys get a better injury report. That, that's possible. Just that like, if you look at closing point spreads between the teams, you know, remember the Eagles were, you know, only like three and a half, four at New England in week one. Cowboys and Eagles are very comparable teams. Have we seen enough from both teams since then that this should be like a full seven when we flip home field? Maybe not. Like everything like rating wise is going to tell you that like, man, the seven looks so good. It looks awesome. Uh, and I keep staring at it being like, should I just bet this? Like, I, I really don't think it's going to be there. And at the same time, like, this is my thing with the Patriots. I really don't like playing them against really good teams. Not this version of the Patriots, not the last few years version of the Patriots. They're just really brutal at generating explosive plays on offense. And it really, really, really limits them in games where the other team can do that. So you mentioned like the, the Jets, they managed to get that game to a five point game, like an indictment of Belichick. They, I mean, I think they probably went into that game just being like, look, if we just don't trip over our own feet, 
they're going to do enough dumb stuff and they're not going to be able to move the ball at all and we're going to be able to just suffocate them and win. Yeah, the Patriots are going to thrive in games like that. Super well-coached team. They're great on special teams. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They're going to beat teams like Zach Wilson. And, you know, last year they played Sam Ellinger and the Colts. They win a million to nothing. Those are the games the Patriots are great in. They, they tend to not thrive in these, like, games against really, really, really talented teams. And I also hate the idea in general. Just this is just me. I really don't like the idea of fading a good team off of a performance where they get completely smoked versus expectation. Cause like we all saw it and it's gotta like kinda be in the number a little bit. And it just, that's tough. Like I just like, oh, like I wanna fade Dallas. Be like, again, like they just gave you their worst performance. Like you wanna fade Dallas again? So I think the seven's not gonna be there. My plan actually in this game is like, okay, I hope it's not there. And then maybe I like tease the Cowboys to win or lay them or something like that. Uh, I think the market is very likely to come off seven. I, I just don't really want it. And I, I think it's actually more likely the Cowboys win by margin. Uh, so I, I, I did take the seven with the Patriots. My projected point spread in the game is five and a half. Uh, right, and that's so like smart. I... And that's like a smart thing to do. I just want to emphasize that. Like, I'm not against you. Like, I totally get it. I just, the way I see the game playing out, I just, I don't know. I was surprised because I was talking with some people last night, just like, like in like DM chats about this game, and like people were like, "Yeah, I think they think it's gonna close eight. I was like, "I don't think so." Based on based on what, like what what Patriot the Patriots almost closed pick against the Dolphins. Yeah, like that's what? seven. Yeah, so like so I I, yeah. I I took seven with the Patriots, and I'll just say this because we've kind of been on that school of thought, right? Patriots getting waxed by elite teams, like when they have to step up in in, in class. It yep. is worth noting. It is worth noting. Played the Eagles in week one. They did not cover the spread, yes. The Eagles won that game by five. Spread was four and a half. Patriots very much in that game. Started the game way behind the eight ball, down by down 14 nothing. I thought they acquitted themselves pretty well in that game. In the Miami game, we bet the Dolphins. The Dolphins did cover the spread. They covered a, a small number, right? I thought the Patriots acquitted themselves pretty well in that game. Like, driving at the end of the game, like the ridiculous, like, cold, strange lateral play. Like, I thought they acquitted themselves well against two, like, elite teams. Like, maybe the best team in the NFC and maybe the best team in the AFC, not named Kansas City in Miami. And then, like, they did go on the road and beat the Jets, who have a really good defense. And, like, I know what the final score says. The Patriots beat the tar out of them the entire game. Like, that, that, that game is not as close as the final score indicates. So I think, like, this Patriots team, with Bill O'Brien calling the plays now, I I feel better about this Patriots team, Ken, being able to keep it close against the elite teams in the NFL this year. So, like, I'm not saying they're going to win the game, just that I think this is a valuable bet at this number. I would actually, like, I, I, I'd i still bet six and a half with the Patriots. Six, I'd probably stop, I guess. Six and a half would still be a bet for me with New England. So I'm in on the Patriots right now early in the week. Yeah, I think it's really funny. I think, like, the kind of the pivot point for the handicap, honestly, might be, like, what do you think the Eagles... A are in this game or B were in week one if you're if you're putting them in that class in that category, right? Like two new coordinators, Hertz didn't play in the preseason, gave you the clunkiest effort imaginable, and you can give credit to the Patriots for that, and I can't argue against that. Like who who could? Um but like what is that? And then the Dolphins game, like like yes, you're right. I'll just be honest, like I watched that entire game. You look at the box score after the game, you watch the game. Uh, an incredibly massive difference between the like as big a difference as you could have for a game that closed with that point spread. Dolphins outgained them yards per play by two and a half yards. Be one of the biggest differences in the Dolphins game this season, aside from the game yesterday. So just like yeah, like Cole Strange catches the ball and it's like like they're really behind the eight ball like the whole game really, and like there's a big difference between those teams. So just like 
you could be right. And this is the best part about early season NFL. Like we just, we don't know yet. That's what makes it so fun. And that's what makes like both things possible. Um, I'm always going to play the Patriots like where if they're playing a bad quarterback and a bad team, then you don't have to generate explosive plays whatsoever. Your offense just has to be efficient and you can settle for field goals and you don't have to score very often. And you can play like sound football. You can win all those games. And it happened yesterday too. They did this exact thing and they won and they covered. They were already favored by two and a half, three. So I didn't want to bet them, but like you get the idea in, uh, in those kind of, and they were on the road. You get this, the idea, just like, just, you know, forget putting the point spread to the side for the second. Like, okay, they're, they're playing Dallas. And maybe Dallas's defense is way worse without without Diggs, and maybe the defense take, is taking a big step back. Maybe the offense isn't what we think with McCarthy calling plays. Just like, I, the Patriot, how do the Patriots get a gain of more than fifteen yards in this game? Like they can't do it against anybody. And how are they going to hang in a game where that's possible against a team with a ton of talent? This would be true whether it was Dallas or San Francisco or Philadelphia or Kansas City or Cincinnati. Like it would just be all these teams that's my concern in every game and it was true in miami too like they covered they did like miami got up big and then they ended up holding on they covered the number i'd be worried about the exact same thing here like mac down 17 where are the explosive plays they haven't been around the whole season i just i don't know if they're just going to show up here against a defense that honestly i think you get a much better performance than coming off of that game that they just played you better, you better hear with Nick and Ken, Magnificent Football Monday. Uh, we do have some breaking news as it regards Joe Burrow tonight with the Cincinnati Bengals. Ian Rappaport of NFL Media appearing on NFL Network moments ago. Uh, I know because he tweeted the video. Uh, Joe Burrow is expected to start and play tonight for the Bengals. Uh, Rappaport adding that Burrow is less than 100%, which I think anyone with eyes can see, and ears that can hear when Joe Burrow told you last week that he tweaked his calf injury. Um... I agree with Whale. I th- we'll do more on this next segment, but this this malpractice by the Bengals and like maybe this Burrow call in his own number and he's the guy making the most money and he can kind of make that call. I don't know. I think you and I will have an interesting betting conversation on Monday Night Football now with this news that Burrow is likely to play. So that's the updated news. We will do more on this coming up next segment. Maybe we'll save Ken the Jets and the Chiefs for tomorrow, Sunday Night Football. Let's do the Niners and the Cardinals now. San Francisco, a two-touchdown home favorite against Arizona with the win yesterday against Dallas in tow. Total in this game sitting about 44. You said on Friday after the Niners uh, handled my Giants that you'd bet this up to like 17 potentially with San Francisco. But that was before Arizona looked really good and took down the Dallas Cowboys. So has your opinion changed on this game? Any thoughts at the number of 14? Pen, pencil, blood, or blank? San Francisco and Arizona. Uh, No, still really like the Niners. I was really hoping I'd get better than this when Arizona played like that. I was like, oh man, the openers might be crazy now. Like they just beat the Cowboys. Like maybe you get 13 or something in the game. Uh, Arizona gave you an awesome performance against Dallas. Um, I can change off one game a little bit. Uh, I can't change to get to 14. Niners extra rest, really disadvantageous setup for Arizona in the game. Uh, I can't change that much off one game. I just can't. So that can be my mistake. You guys can bet Arizona thinking that they're like awesome and they're turning into something different. Three games so far, they've given you three pretty interesting performances. terrible offense against washington but cover the number have a chance to win giants they're up 21 at home the cowboys game uh i think the niners are like the best team in the league i think they have advantages literally everywhere in this game and uh i still make the game more than this number i I bet 14 i was hoping i'd get better off the game but i guess i can um where do you think the spread is more likely to go like what do you think where do you think we are like definitely Starting to get in bed up right now. A lot of the 14s are juiced minus 15 yeah i just I, i know people are gonna be like that's crazy arizona just like i 
like people don't generally bet the thing they just watched people early in the week are betting like their number and like where they think we're going to go with injuries and stuff this is a good setup for the niners so i'm i'm basically like right at market here with my projected points spread in the game do you think and i you could be wrong and like i don't care like whatever i'm the i'm an adult and i'll make the bet do you think i am likely to to get closing line value like we will get the sunday and the number will be more than 14 pending like something happening unforeseen like i should bet san francisco now no i don't i don't think this game's gonna move a ton i thought you were saying if it gets to 14 and a half you wanted to bet arizona oh, and i no, think no. if you if you like arizona i think you could wait i think you could wait and be okay um yeah, I just, I like the Niners. The Cowboys ran the ball for 9 billion yards. Here's Christian McCaffrey on long rest. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I felt like Chiefs beating the Bears was the only possible outcome in that big spread game. I think Niners could win this game by 14 a lot also. So we'll do the Chiefs and the Jets Sunday Night Football tomorrow on the other side. Lockmas, and we'll begin handicapping Monday Night Football.